Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Thursday. It's September 29th. The year's 2022. And we're sitting at 533 right now. And a bit of sad news coming out of, uh, I don't know, TMZ and all of the major news sources yesterday. Just the world in general. Coolio passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the guy who sings Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Coolio was great. Um, just growing up, one of the main songs that you heard when I was first like introduced to like R&B and rap and everything of that sort. He was 59. Um, might have had a heart attack as the initial initial report right now but gangsta's paradise was absolutely incredible now it samples uh, a stevie wonder song oh really it samples a uh, stevie wonder's 1976 song called pastime paradise and i remember reading this i think it was yesterday or i can't remember when i read it but uh <laughs> stevie wonder the only way stevie wonder would let you sample one of his songs is if you didn't curse in it you're not allowed to curse in any of your songs if you sample Stevie Wonder because he didn't like cursing or anything. Wow, that's kind of so, cool. I really like Stevie Wonder as yeah, well. Yeah, and then so that's just a, a nice little tidbit. It samples Stevie Wonder. But Gangsta's uh, Paradise was legendary for Coolio. It mm -hmm. uh, topped all the charts. It made all the lists and everything. Um, Billboard's greatest songs of all times. They run the charts and everything. It was listed at number 85 and made the top 100 of all time, which is pretty great. Mm -hmm. Wow. It, um, it was the number one biggest selling single in the year 1995 on the U.S. billboard. It has sold over 5 million copies across North America, the U.K., Germany. He's won awards, Grammys, etc. for this song. And it's just... Um it's a staple, I guess, in, in just throwback hits now. Yeah, so I guess we better listen to it this morning. Went to comedy night last night, and you never know who's going to show up. Honestly, um, there's always like a kind of a mixed bag. There's the people who want to sit in the back in the dark yeah. and just kind of enjoy from afar, decide if they want to laugh or if they just want to talk to each other. There's people who want to sit in the front and are hoping that they're included in the show. Yeah, there's always the people taking a break from the slots, just comes in for a hot second and leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, Larry, if you if you make me laugh in the first 30 seconds, I'll stick around yeah. for another 30. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was these two gents there last night who really wanted to be part of the show. Now, the comedian had kind of welcomed them into the show for a moment, made fun of their names, yeah. like, you know, just kind of got to know them and then moved on from them and started to do their, his set when this guy would not, would not let the guy get his joke out. He was oh, ruining no. the punchlines. He just was heckling. I was going to, it's always a mixed bag with that too, because like you said, they can have some fun with it and they can roll with it and there can be some really good jokes. But then if the audience member like 
wants to still be a part of it, that's when it becomes a problem. Exactly. It's like, hey, man, they're actually paying me to be here. Yeah. You paid to be here. So how about I be the ringmaster? Yeah. Um, and the comedian was, was over it. He was like, hey, man, time to be quiet. And the guy like kept talking and he was oh, like, no. if you want to talk, you can leave. And the guy was just like, yeah, let's take this outside. Oh, my goodness. I know. You know what the comedian replied to him? Yeah, let's do it. I boxed for 10 years. No way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you really got a show then. I really thought that I suddenly went to a UFC fight instead of comedy night. Like, <laughs> Did they fight? No. The, the guy ended up being quiet. He finished his oh, set. Okay. I didn't see him after the show, though. Okay. So maybe, maybe they did meet up in the parking yeah, lot. Just I'm around the sure. corner. <laughs> Yesterday, alarm goes off 4 a.m. Go to the bathroom. I have a nightlight in my bathroom as well, by oh, the way. Look at you. Yeah. So you don't in. have to open your eyes fully and, and get blinded by the, the yeah. light of the overhead beam. Oh, it's it's so good. And and so I'm on the toilet, whatever, uh, <laughs> and I'm half asleep. And then all of a sudden, I kind of see um, I have I have a mat on uh, the ground as well, and it's like kind of like um, a, a woven cloth mat, whatever. Yeah. And it has a whole bunch of different colors on it, and it's easily you can easily just kind of move it around a little bit. So and I thought don't I saw have to some vacuum it very often because it's so multicolored. <laughs> it's hundred percent. Thank you. <laughs> it's very easy to move, and so I thought. My foot just hit it and it moved, but then I was like, ah, like it looked like it was moving more than just like me sliding it kind of thing. Oh, so I, dear. I, I turned on the major light, the big light. Uh huh. Spider. No. Spider in the bathroom at four in the morning. How big? A uh, dime. Yeah, that's too big. <laughs> the size of a dime. <laughs> what did you yeah. do? Did you lose it or where was no. it still hanging out? So I was a good human. I was half asleep at the time. I kind of just like corralled it and put it outside like a good human being. Wow, Sean. I must pat you on the back for that. That's impressive. I'm just kidding. I smashed it. Sean. <laughs> I was giving, like, I take my back pats back. They were air pats and I'm pulling them back uh, to me. Spider people can come at me. It was early. I was half asleep. I grabbed that Kleenex, smashed that bad boy. I looked at the forecast. I was like, it's not supposed to rain for the next couple days. I'm throwing this I'm in the I'm blaming you the for toilet. the forecast today. It says we have a chance of showers and it's your <laughs> Got a new term for you, Sean. Bring it on. Soft tagging. Soft tagging. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? No. Um, <laughs> no. What origin what does it, it come from? Uh, <laughs> soft tagging. Yeah. Uh, immediately tagging makes me go to social media. Mm -hmm. And so I think soft tagging would be something along the lines of you make a post, you make a main post, and you want the post to look clean with just a description i don't know if that's the right way to describe it but then you do the tags and like the comments down below or maybe like you write the main description of the post and then you know how some people do that thing where you write the main description and then you like press enter and you put like a bunch of dots and then mm -hmm. you do all the hashtags and stuff yeah and then so that way you have like a nice pretty description and it doesn't have all the ads and stuff in it yeah and then so it looks clean and then once you sit press see more that's where all the soft tagging comes in and that's like where all that stuff is so i'm either thinking it's it's the, the dot, 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 and then all the hashtags and stuff below, or it's the in the comments, I'm going to tag everything that I need to. Okay. Okay. You are very close. Ah, what is it? Level up your lexicon. Okay. Soft tagging is in stories. 
Uh-huh. So it's when you're posting a picture and you're like, man, this photo looks great. And then a friend of yours is like, oh, can you soft tag me in that? Like I was here and I want to be able to share it to my story, but I don't want to ruin the aesthetic. Oh, yeah. So you will tag very small. You'll use like the thinnest font. You might even put it like off the screen enough that it's not visible, but it's not turned into the trash can. And that is a soft tag of someone. All right. I do this all the time. You do. I know. I was going to say, I thought you were going to know exactly what it was because you are the king of soft tagging. (laughs) I had never even seen anybody do it before until you started tagging me in things. And I was like, "Uh, I'm tagged in this. Yeah, like, where is my my name in this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it has more than one term. So you get soft tagging, subtle tagging. All right. Blind tagging. Yes hidden tagging and then as well ghost tagging all right so if somebody says can you ghost tag me in that yeah another another trick for soft tagging for stories as well if you have a picture already on your camera roll yeah what you do is you put the tags on first on that blank screen and then you insert a picture and then the picture just goes on top of everything and overwrites it wow and so the tags are already behind the photo you can't see them but they're tagged check you out you're a soft tagging expert just didn't know you were i know i know thank you yesterday we were chatting about what you do with your old phones and we got sarah on the line because her son really likes them sarah can you tell us a little bit about that well he's he's always been very fascinated with electronics he loves them how they work, how operating systems work. He's fascinated, especially with older ones. Um, he, We got him his own little laptop a few years ago, and he's constantly changing the operating systems on him. He just looks it up, figures it out, and does it himself. He's put old versions of Windows on it. He puts Linux, and then he changes it, and then he wants Chrome OS Flex, then he wants Mac OS, he's changing. Wow. Oh, oh, he's correcting me. He's here listening. He's like, no, no, mom. Mac You're OS not saying it right. On my <laughs> Apple. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, he's he's very smart when it comes to electronics. So you have to kind of keep a constant eye on him because if he knows your email address and things like that, he'll go on and get into a little bit of trouble. He's done things like gotten bank loans oh, on no. there before or, <laughs> or uh, yeah one time he, when he was six he went and got a $15,000 bank loan for Disneyland <gasps> that I had to cancel <laughs> wow oh my goodness but you still Very went yeah. right <laughs> no <laughs> no he didn't go he was hoping yeah <laughs> yeah and then so with old phones, like you, you kind of just collect phones, take them apart and, and just like test them yeah, out he, and stuff? He doesn't even take them apart yet. He Right now he's in the process. He just wants to collect them. And he, he looks up videos and he watches and he learns all about them, like their old operating systems, how they work, where's the battery, what's the microphone chip. And he, he's just very, very curious about all the components and how things work and their old operating systems. And, you know, he just wants to know everything about them. And the older, the better. They really fascinate him how they first got started. Okay, this one didn't have a camera. Well, now this year is when they installed that. And it's just very, it's a huge fascination for him. In the past, he's done, he has me help him and we do paintings 
I'll dry it for him and he paints them and then he sells them at the market and he uses that money to buy old electronics. So he tries to figure them out. It gives him a challenge and then others just don't work, but he doesn't care. He just adds to his collection. Wow. Really cool. Um, So would he like some more donations? Should we put the call out for folks if they've got old phones sitting around? Oh, he would absolutely love that. All right. We'll see what we can do. Thanks so much for calling in, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. And if you have an old phone that you'd like to donate, shoot us a message and we'll see if we can't get it into the right hands of somebody who will really appreciate it. Got an email yesterday. It was a press release from basically like the head of all the Alberta law groups combined under one. It's called Alert. Right, right, right. And they like investigate for a long time big crimes. Yeah, and they made a drug bust, not yesterday, but over the past, I think the email said it started in 2020. Uh, They've been doing an undercover Project Cobra that sounds like it's made up out of a movie. Tell me more, please. Yeah, holy moly. So majority of it is out of Calgary, but then it spans uh, Canada-wide and it also spans into the States as well, okay? Oh my god. Yeah. So they intercepted around $55 million worth of drugs. Uh, Seven million dollars worth of assets have been seized and placed under criminal restraint. They did like one of those things where it's like, all right, we have to hit these all at the same time or else the word's going to get out and they're going to like divert and change their plan kind of thing. So they made a bunch of stops at the same time. So at the same time, they stopped people in Wyoming, Los Angeles, Calgary, um, some small lake in BC, uh, another stop in Calgary, and a stop in North Battleford. All at the same time, they executed these like search warrants and like road seizures. Wow, it sounds to me like you're describing an episode of like Chicago PD yeah. or something. And I'm literally picturing like the top drug dealer <laughs> in that show. I'm just like, all right, he was wearing a suit. He thought he was untouchable. He was just <laughs> living the high life. Yeah, there was a bunch of Lamborghinis, a bunch of Porsches, Porsches, uh, classic cars. Those were seized, like brand new Mercedes Benz, like SUVs. Where do uh, they store all this stuff when yeah, they seize it? Like, like, where do these classic cars now live? Where's yeah, the Lamborghinis? And- yeah, are these going to be like auctioned off for the public? Can I own one of these a little, little later on? Maybe, maybe. Um, I'll have to contend with all the other people. That's though. right. Uh, but yeah, in total, 15 people in one business have been charged with 80 criminal offenses because of Project Cobra. Project Cobra coming to a theater near you. Yeah, no kidding. For the past, I want to say, three days, Steph, we've been getting tagged on Instagram by um, one of our core listeners who listens, like, all the time. Her name's Nicole. She's an EA at one of the schools here. And so she's always driving around this time, 7.30. And she is always loving our music, and especially (laughs) the last three days. She was so happy to hear Harry Styles in the morning. Yeah, it was late night talking three days ago, and then it was Harry Styles as it was two days ago, and then yesterday... It was Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, and she's just been like, yes, dance party before going to work. This is the best thing ever. And now we know that Nicole is a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, she is counting down in the notes part of Instagram. I think she's the only one that's still using that, letting us know every single day how many days left until Midnight's comes out. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday was 22. Today's 21 days till the Taylor Swift album, if you were wondering. Thank you, Nicole, for the reminder. And so we thought as a Thursday right now, if you want a dance party, we have some more Taylor Swift bangers right here for you. I knew you were trouble, Nicole. It's for you. 
Well, TikTok is joining other social platforms in the dislike button category. Okay, interesting. I've noticed it on well on Reddit. You can downvote and upvote things. Is that similar? I yeah, guess? it's kind of a way to police the comments. So at first when I read this, I thought that they were like, all right, you can now dislike people's comments. And I thought it was like, oh, great. Another way to make somebody feel bad. But actually, they're saying like, we can't always look at what comments are relevant, look at what comments are appropriate. Mm. So instead, we would like you just to notify us by pressing the dislike button. But the person who commented, as well as the person who uploaded the video, nobody's going to know you pressed it. Just TikTok's going to be like, hmm, a lot of people voted this dislike. Oh, okay. it'll just like, come as an alert and attention. Like, hey, we should go check this out and see if it's valid. Yeah, exactly. Or something exactly. along that lines. Yeah, because, well, now that you bring it up, I notice it on TikTok. When I scroll, see a funny TikTok, I'll go check the comments, see if everyone else is reacting the same way that I'm reacting. Sometimes the comments are more hilarious than the video themselves. And the ones that are liked will get upvoted. So those are the first comments that you see. Mm. But then you're saying like they're they're not going to show how many people are disliking something. No, they're not going to like make you feel bad about it. They're just going to be like, OK, good to know. It's been flagged. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, you know, just a little secret. Yeah. Yeah. I, I secretly dislike this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's always the option of just scrolling by, too. Hey, you're oh. a big fan of that. <laughs> I am a fan of the scroll by. If you dislike something, no need to tell the person. Just keep going. No need to make somebody's day. No need to get in a fight. No need to put an angry face on it. That's right. You know what? Yeah. This wasn't for me. And that's okay. Yeah. Scroll by. Your opinion doesn't need to be stamped on everything. It's okay. <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.